think, yeah, you guys were just turning in for the night when we left off. Uh, unless there's anything you want to do as you go to bed or before you go to bed. Nope. Nothing I really need to do. Are we camping in the library or are we going back to our rooms? Stormak will go back to his room. Well, good night, everyone. And goes to sleep. Yeah, Flora's gonna go back to her room, but she's, like, not super tired. She just didn't want to do that anymore. She's gonna go back to her room and take her time getting ready for her. Brush Daisy really well. And then brush her own hair. With the same brush. They're that close. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, all right, guys, don't uh, wait up for me. I I might just sleep in here again. Sounds good, young master. It will uh, it will take my leave. Yeah, I was just gonna go back to his room too. If everyone's crashing, he's got he's got a lot of shit to think about. Is he still naked? <laughs> no, he was never naked. Just in. He just only has one one set of clothes. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, he's wearing robes. Uh, he just doesn't have armor. Um, but yeah, you guys settle in for the night. Yep. And the night passes uneventfully. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, you're actually able to get a good night's sleep uh, tonight, Flora, which you probably need. It feels much better. The sun rises about 6.30. Rooster crows. What are you guys' plans? What do you What do you do when you wake up? The floor is yours. Flora is ours. No. What? <laughs> For the low price of nine ninety nine, ninety nine, ninety nine. Just kidding. Another sensitive subject for you. <laughs> I mean, I don't really have a plan other than I think that we should go and get that list of all of the people who died in the prison. All of them. Yeah, I'm with you. I think going to the Temple of Parasma and then uh, possibly also going to the graveyard and digging up those supplies. Okay, well... Yeah, I don't know if we're gonna, just going to be able to dig those up, but yeah, I mean, we might as well go and check out the Temple of Parasma. Um, on her way out of the room, Flora's going to notice the book that she picked up on her first day here. And scoop it up and take it to the library and present it to her elven friend. And they, I, it... Seems like you're really into books, and I found this in the trash can the other day. In the trash can? What? Uh, wait. Is, is that Professor Lorimer's book? I think it's the one that was given to the... What's his name? Adresant. A Divian Adresant. Looks like he didn't want it. Sidney so Girl's eyes get wide. That's the spell book. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it, I'll take it. Great. It's yours. Yeah, you always like just snatch it out of your hands and immediately start skimming through it. Easy, kid. <laughs> Easy. Do you, do you know what could be in here? Uh, no. Me neither. That's why it's so exciting. <laughs> is is, is mm-hmm. it any of my stationery? <laughs> she is charmed by his enthusiasm. Citriel, when you open the book excitedly, um, you realize that you can't actually read anything that's in Aww. it. Yet. Uh, it's written in, in, in some sort of code. Can't read it yet. <laughs> hey, if it, if it's go. a code, it can be cracked. Just takes time. Research. More books. Relock has a key. 
Speaking of keys, <clears throat> we need a key for that for that for that book with a lock. Um. Yeah. Does that that doesn't look like the same lock that was that iron key that fell out on the ground? No. And wasn't that key for the actual box of tomes? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just, just double-checking. This is a, a strange triangular hole. Gotcha. Not. And also, this is the book that you're you're just supposed to deliver to a judge in Levenstead. Oh. Right. I, mean, I don't want to go prying around in the professor's shit too much, but, you know, I don't not want to pry around in it. Okay, yeah, that's not our... That's not our... That's not our goal. Um, I feel like it's one of our goals. I, I feel like that's going to come in handy. I mean, nobody drops a big fat piece of lore like that and then has a picture for it if we're not supposed to do something with I it. I just mean it's a book and, and we have anyway. a, a bibliophile in our group. Also true. All right, well, I'm sure Ozil stride downstairs. He's probably up with the sun and he wants to uh, get a quick breakfast and wait for everybody to come down so we can get over to the temple. Are you out of pocket pancakes? Oh yeah, ran out of those <laughs> yesterday after the whole blood scrubbing incident. <laughs> okay. Uh, today's blood menu boogie. is uh, dwarven style waffles. Uh, oh, pocket still waffles! Plenty of plenty of syrup from oh, yesterday. So uh, serving that on. Holy up. shit! Are those traditional? <laughs> not again. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not not traditional. Just with the ingredients I have at my disposal here. Uh, no, no big deal. No, not a big deal. <laughs> you know, Stormac, I saw on the posting polls that uh, Millie the Baker is uh, looking for a baking assistant. Maybe we could uh, ease over some of the uh, the hate that the town has on us by helping do some of these posting missions. Yes, this is quite a town. Uh, I don't really... Uh appreciate the the general attitude so yes let's let's do something nice potentially after we go to the temple of Phrasma, maybe uh you and you could take sidriel with you and i can go help uh oh it's farmer something i can go help the kind farmer get his hay in. <coughs> yeah farmer pendagast needs his hay brought in from the fields what could go wrong Nothing. If anything goes wrong, I'm just gonna run away. Fuck it. <laughs> naked. Exactly. Screaming and naked. He's been wearing his like nightgown this whole time. <laughs> They're my <laughs> traditional Farazin uh, funeral robes. Thank you. They just happen to be covered in blood and a little bit of shit. Ew. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it was horse shit, but shit nonetheless. I was thinking about asking, but I decided I didn't want to know, but now I'm... Uh, we could... You can clean that. Is that uh, doable? <laughs> Something we can handle? Um, okay. I tried. <laughs> I, I have tried. Have, you, uh, profession dry cleaner? Do you know how hard it is to remove horse shit from a f- traditional woolen robe? Uh, sadly, I do. Well, then you know all of my pain. Still, it must be done. That's all of it. That's the only pain he knows. Well, at currently, yes. So say you get your robes cleaned up before you leave. 
I thought I did that with the blood because I was covered in blood, you, but you know, if they needed Yeah, I think you, you I think you already cleaned them up uh, the the day before, honest. I think I do remember that. Thank you, GM. If you got the blood out, you probably got the horse shit out. Generous GM. Never know. It's tricky. <laughs> it would help um, uh, help our diplomacy roles if no one was covered in shit. <laughs> so you guys, are you all going to the church, or what's everybody doing? Sidriel's definitely interested in going to the temple. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think we all should uh, at least inter- go introduce ourselves. We don't all have to stay there, and if there's something anybody else wants to do. Yeah, I'll tag along. Cool. Yeah, uh, let's let's stick together. Um, I'm just I way more interested we, in hanging we... out with you guys than humans. Yeah, and of course. For for our own safety, we should watch each other's back, backs. Um. So yeah, you guys make your way to the church. Down the road, past the memorial. How's the blood look? Uh, the blood is all cleaned up. Oh, well, good job. Mm. What was his name? Okay. Timbo the blood Timbo. scrubber. Timbo, good job, Timbo. Timbo the blood scrubber. That's how I talk to my Roomba. <laughs> Is it named Timbo too? No, his name is actually Bruce because it's a shark. Fuck yeah, it is. As as we walk, I just kind of want to. Are you gonna be? I just kind of want to look over at Flora and and ask her. Uh, so, young halfling, where did you come from before this? Leopardstadt. Ah, and that's where you met the professor. Yeah, I kind of looked after his things. Hmm, it's fascinating. And where did your, uh, beautiful mount come from? Oh, I found her as a puppy on the street. That sounds about right. I remember my dog. Such a fine horse. <laughs> what? You <laughs> <laughs> had a horse named Dog. I had a horse named Dog. <laughs> Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> There's got to be a tragic backstory a horse somewhere. Na- oh yeah, like excellent right. name for a horse. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, D A W D though. Oh. He was also a bounty hunter, but what? that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you got cut off, or or were you just done? Me. Yeah. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> There's only so many dog jokes I can make. <laughs> I think that was it, too. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> you you make your way over the bridge, crossing the river, and up north, down this dirt road, passing by a couple farmhouses. You notice, like, a couple houses you walk by, like, some doors shut, shutters shut. Uh, you see people are giving you weird looks, and they're, like, trying to avoid you. Laura's starting to give the stink eye to any human that's given us a bad nice. a bad look. She doesn't have any patience with creatures. Uzzle, did you double check that you got all the, all the shit off your robes? <laughs> I thought that I must have, but uh, maybe I missed a spot. No, we definitely got it. Uh, Stormak is smiling and waving to people as they shut their doors and windows on him. <laughs> Do these all kind of appear to be, like, farmers? Like, 
They all have like fields or these shops or. Uh, yeah, you're passing by mostly farmhouses, and uh, you see some people working out in in the fields. There's a couple just lone houses. It's all residential though. Yeah, the only real shops or, or um, storefronts or anything like that you've seen so far have been in the town square. Gotcha. Or just outside of it. This is like the uh, the fields, the uh, the rural residential, the RR5 parcels. Yeah, no idea. What is he talking about? I don't understand. Is that is that speaking in tongues? Is he speaking Orcish? It's a California thing. You you wouldn't understand. It's okay. He's he's from California. Uh, it's a Northern <laughs> California thing. Not heard of this land, California. I am I am. Oh, it's from a silly place. Yanderhof. Uh, is that where's California that, from here? That Bardic trip to Red Hot Chili Peppers will tell you all about California. Oh, well. <laughs> The bardic chili peppers. <laughs> Ye old chili peppers. <laughs> Ye old chili peppers. Oh, I love it. Fuck, I, I hope they come through Raven Grow. Thee to the land of California. <laughs> Alright, that's canon. Yep. <laughs> California is a distant land of mystery. You notice uh, one house uh, on the riverbank uh, to, your, to the east of you there on the map is much bigger than most of the houses. Um, See that? What is that? Uh, it looks like a residential house. Uh, it's just... Fancy. Bigger and nicer. It has, like, a, one of those cool driveways with a roundabout in it. Yeah. Must be nice. Do some horse donuts. Horse donuts? Isn't that what I have all over my clothes? Uh. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> I'll make I'll make those for breakfast tomorrow. <laughs> Traditional dwarven horse donuts. <laughs> if I can get some horse, you know. So you eventually make your way to the Temple of Phrasma, and it's it's a large uh, stone building uh, that is looks very finely made. There's ornate uh, carvings in the stonework and stained glass windows. And you see on above the these large ornate doors is a giant just spiral. Ah, this must be the place. Any anybody around, John? There's the occasional like passing person on the street or cart. You don't see anybody right outside of the temple. Uh, Ozil Broadtusks will walk up to the front door and give the traditional Farazian bow at the steps which I'm sure is a thing and then walk inside um, as you get up closer to it you notice one of the stained glass windows has this intricate mural depicting Phrasma judging someone it looks like who is like kneeling in front of them ah uh, yes Phrasma's judgment on the spire uh, I guess I guess Flora's gonna imitate his official bow as well as she can and walk in Right on. It's actually like a half game of patty cake that you just play with nothing. <laughs> oh, that's really embarrassing. <laughs> and it looks fucking awesome, though. When he does it, you're like, whoa, that was crazy. Yeah, so uh, you guys head in? Yeah. I'm not really sure too much about temples, but you can just walk in them like churches, right? Yeah, you would know that. That's something probably. I would know, right? Okay, cool. Yeah, um, they're pretty much open to the public. 
Totally. I wasn't trying to be a dick by just barging in if that wasn't customary. Sup, bitches? Four paladins of Phrasma attack us as we intrude there. Exactly. Four level four paladins. Roll for initiative. Um, so you guys go in, and there's a large, large hall um, with uh, lots of pews, and it looks like a, a place that sermons would be given, like at the far end. And all along the sides of this large room are little shrines uh, to Phrasma, and at a few of them you see people uh, kneeling and praying at, and uh, you notice a couple clergy members, uh, younger men, uh, walking around, um, burning incense and kind of just checking on people. So would would um, Father Ozel know that those are, like, um, what are they? What did you say they were? They're like little altars? Yeah, essentially, like a little shrine altar. And those are for, like, specific people in town? Or people that uh, have passed? No, it, what, what it looks like and what you would probably be familiar with as a f- former priest of Phrasma um, is that these are just kind of there for people to come in and pray at, essentially, um, or do different uh, ceremonies or, or pay homage. Uh, they're kind of just for public use. Uh, they all have like candles and little trinkets set on them. Uh, Father Ozel will walk over to one of them and he'll say to the group, he'll be like, uh, I must burn some incense and myrrh for for Professor Lorimer to make sure his soul has been properly appeased. You can care to join me if you wish. And he'll walk over and light a candle and take a little stick of incense and stick it in one of the um, uh, altars. I keep forgetting the shrine, sorry. In one of the little shrines, and uh, say a few words under his breath. Stormak will, will join him and, and mimic him and say in, like, full volume, not respecting... I mean, not trying to disrespect the temple, but not understanding the nature of the temple, and just saying, uh, What is this that you're doing? How do you know to do all these things that... Little curtsy at the door. What was that? What? What's your, what's your background? Aye, my brother Stormak. Please keep your voice down. This is hollowed ground. Oh. Mm. That <laughs> that happened at the door was the tradition traditional Farazman patty cake that you do to <laughs> honor the guidance of souls across the spire. What I am doing now is to inch, is to give a little homage to. The professor's soul, so that Phrasma will look kindly upon him. Interesting. Well, how did you come to know these bits of knowledge? I was once a man of the cloth. I see. Since fallen out of favor. See. What did you do? I have. I disavowed the ways of Phrasma. Now, please let me finish my blessing. He'll finish his blessing, and then if anybody else has any more questions, he'll answer them. During you finishing your blessing, uh, Stormak turns back to uh, Flora and Sidriel. He fell out of favor, he says. Yeah, but, like, what did he do? Um, at that moment, 
one of the clergy members comes up behind Flora and places a hand on her shoulder. She jumps. Um, oh, I'm terribly sorry, terribly sorry. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I must ask uh, to, if you could please uh, bring your um, animal um, outside. She'll kind of huff, but uh, walk Daisy towards the door. So sorry, thank you so much. Um, is there anything I can uh, do for you? Uh, she'll say to Sidriel and Starmac, I guess. I think we were looking for... Do you, do you guys house records here? Records? Um, I don't listen to music. <laughs> Boo. Womp, womp, womp. Like, uh, what sort of records uh, are you talking about exactly? Uh, obituaries, uh, records of the townsfolk, uh, you know, just like census data, maybe like anything about the old prison that used to be here. And they, they collect taxes, I assume they have censuses. So I'll tell you right now. This is going to be a diplomacy check, and uh, so if anyone wants to aid and also join in the conversation to show how they aid, that would be allowed. Flora's busy escorting her dog outside. She can't help you. Um, you, you probably don't want me to roll any diplomacy, but I'll be happy to uh, partake in the in the yap yap. Um, everyone can partake. It only takes you a second to bring Daisy out, unless you're going to stay out there, uh, Flora. Uh, yes, ma'am. It is okay, my brother. What, uh, what did you say your name was? My name, uh, is Brother Bilge Creek. Bilge Creek? Brother Bilge Creek. That's a pretty good one. I like that one. Did you just come <laughs> up with that, or is that canon? I I just came up with that. Uh, that's pretty good. And now it's like canon. That one. And it's canon now. All right. My brother Bilge Crook, uh, we were in the... in town following the Lorimer funeral. As I'm sure, as everyone else in town has seen, that was a disaster. <laughs> I, I heard that there was some... difficulties uh, in the services, uh... I I take it you were involved? Aye. We're p- the pallbearers. Oh, yes. Well, from what I hear, it was your side that was in the right. But good for you. Uh, I, I guess my question is, you had never heard of Lorimer being into necromancy, have you? I personally I didn't know Lo- Professor Lorimer. I've heard rumors, but uh, I tend to take all of those with a grain of salt uh, there are many very suspicious people in, in these parts. Very, uh, what's the word? Brain fart. Superstitious. Paranoid? Uh, su- superstitious. Well, I can understand that, but, uh, he was under the impression that you may have had a log of everyone who had died in Harrowstone Prison. It seems as if he may have been onto something. Okay, so let's have those diplomacy rolls. Uh, whoever wants to do the main role, go last, and everyone else that wants to aid, go before them. Uh, if, if if I roll poorly, does that d- deduct, or shall I just 
No, it doesn't deduct if you're aiding. I don't have a terrible diplomacy, but um, I would like aid for sure. Yeah, I'll aim it. Just even just with what you just said, it sounds like you're doing most of the talking anyway, so it makes sense for you to do the main one. Sure. I yeah, I don't have a terrible diplomacy, but it's not great either. I'll, I'll roll Sorry, to what aid. are we asking about here? If if this person to, to try and access the records, oh, town okay. records. Yeah, I mean, I'll help. I just don't know what sort of actual verbal addition she can add mm. to the conversation. Stormac aids with a so, ten. Cinderella shows a two on the die, which is a zero. Cinderella <laughs> <laughs> does not it. Yes. He's like, yo, books, give them. Well, Stormac rolled an 11 for a 10, so I'm right there with you, Wes. I got a 22. Nice. Oh, damn. <laughs> you should have been rolling the diplomacy, but yeah, it's all right. All right, so I got two aids. Uh, yep. What's your diplomacy bonus there, Meg? Plus five. Whoa. Oh, god damn it. All right. Well, that was a uh, that's a 9. Right on. Um so you bring up the the list of everyone that died in the prison. And he says, um yes, well, unfortunately records such as those are generally kept uh for the councilmen and women or uh more uh, decorated members of the community. Uh, I, I'm afraid uh, I, I don't know if we can give you access to those, uh, unfortunately. Uh, I understand. Maybe there's something else you can help us with. I feel as if... Do you know if there's a crypt at Deepwater and Ever Eversleep in the Restlands? Um, that's... There are there are many crypts. Uh, there's uh, in the in the Restlands. Um, what of it? Uh, it's not exactly out of place. Oh, I was just uh, seeing if there was one that maybe stood out to anybody. Uh, it was Professor Lorimer's daughter's favorite place as a child. I just would like to go and see it for my own. Um. Well. Um. I d- I'm not sure. Uh... I have that information off on, on top of my head, uh, uh, but the wrestlings are open to anybody that would like to go visit. Cinderella so not picking up on what you're trying to do, just to, but also if it was Kendra Lorimer's favorite, why don't you just ask Kendra? That moment, you see an older man walk up behind Brother Bilge Creek, and you recognize him as the man giving the sermon at Lorimer's funeral, Father Grimborough. Yeah. He places a hand on. Bilge Creek shoulders are, brother Bilge Creek. It is uh, that'll be all. I will help these people. Ah oh, yes, Father Father Grimborough. It's so nice to see you again. I I was very moved by your words at the at the funeral. Oh, why thank you. I I don't believe that we have been introduced. Uh, My name is Ozel Broadtusks. The pleasure is all mine, I'm sure. Yes, Father. I, I had a I had an interesting conversation with Brother Bilge Creek over there, and I was wondering if maybe you could help us out with um, finding records of who died in the Harrowstone prison. I'm not sure if you heard of my little incident over at the memorial the other day. Yes, well, I did. I... 
was a good friend of Professor Lorimer. Seems as though so were you. Indeed, uh, I was. I feel like he may have been on to something uh, with something surrounding the Harrow Stone Prison. The fire that happened 50 years ago, and I was really trying to figure out if everyone who died in that fire. Seems as if he may have thought that someone was trying to. Uh, was of great importance in that fire. Yes, well, unfortunately, uh, the records of the prisoners, our records at least, have been lost for quite some time. The names of any any of the guards would be available on the memorial. I have a feeling that it is not a god we are after. Potentially someone who is being held there. What do you mean by that you are after? Not as much the prepositional statement of after, but more of like we are in search of the information of who may have died there. It seems as if there is somebody trying to also find this information, and it would be of great importance to our cause. To Lorimer's uh, last work, if you could say. Um, can I take a quick break? I'm getting a phone call from my parents, and they're in the middle of that big old monument fire, and I want to figure out what's going on. Sorry. Absolutely. No worries. Um, do we all want to take a five real quick? Okay, sorry guys, I'm back. Everything okay? Yeah, they're just, uh, they have a evacuation warning not like an evacuation order so like they're just kind of waiting they've got all their shit packed and they're ready to go but evacuation warning yeah still scary yep there's something they got a plan in place at least yeah i mean they're coming here but they can't take the 299 they're gonna have to go down the three and across the 36 and the fire's heading in that direction, so really their their biggest danger is being blocked off. No, tell them to go down the five and across the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Yeah, that 36 is a treacherous fucking road, too. It's better than it used to be. They've improved it a lot uh, since the last time I took it, anyway. But, um... But, yeah, it still sucks. It's a long-ass drive. It's like three hours. Did you guys ever see that SNL skit? I think it was, like, early 2000s called The Californians. No. I think so, it's yeah. Just a bunch of people talking about the roads. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's exactly why I didn't get it at the time. It was just a bunch, bunch of people in California talking about what interstate yeah. they should take. <laughs> it's, like, it's supposed to be like a soap opera, but they keep interrupting each other to talk about what is the best interstate to take to get from one point to another, and it just clicked. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially out here, too. Northern California is, like, fucking yeah, all over the place. We've just got, like, a couple of ways to get from, like, the main artery to the coast there's only like two or three roads that'll do that so if one of those burns down we're kind of fucked yeah i remember being in arcada when all three roads got landslid oh yeah 
and we were stuck in Arcata, and you couldn't get supplies <laughs> in or out, and everyone was like, oh, well, this is how it ends. Huh? Yeah. This sucks. <laughs> Yep, that's that's how it happened. Oh, grab your gun and bring in yep. the cat. Exactly. Grab your gun and bring in the cat. Nothing but the rain. <laughs> that just baffles me because I've never lived in a place where the phrase all three roads could ever be used. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's only one traffic light in our town. And it's not even our town. There's no traffic lights in our town. That's the next town over. Yeah, yeah, I've been in houses with more traffic lights than that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> There's no traffic lights in Weaverville either, and they're very proud of the fact. But anyways, let's get back to it. Yeah, sorry. Um, so, in the church, um, you ask Father Grimborough about access to the records. And I forget the exact words we left off on to cut to, but uh, whatever. Um, just like, yes, well, unfortunately... We don't just share our town's history with anyone off the street. We've only just met. Well, that seems sketchy. You can roll sense motive. Oh. Oh, he's telling Ooh, us a story, huh? 22. Flat 10. Uh. 15. Uh. 13. So, Ozil, you, you feel like he's kind of withholding information. Uh, but you get the feeling it's because he doesn't know you guys or trust you. I see, Father Grimbro. Well, thank you very much for your time. I uh, hope to come back here more frequently and uh, get back into the Farazian culture. I appreciate your time. Yes, well, perhaps... I'll see you around. If there's anything I can do for you, please let me know. Uh, thank you very much, Father. I will keep that in mind. Shall we? And he'll turn around and walk out of the temple of Phrasma. Uh, you have a beautiful temple. Thank you. And he leaves. Laura <laughs> says loudly, I'm going to go get my dog. <laughs> nice. Thanks, sorry for... Bye. And Citro's out the door. <laughs> I have a sneaking suspicion that he was withholding information from us, but feel it is if, uh, really, he, nobody knows us in this town. Maybe we, uh, must take matters into our own hands. So is that baking or grave robbing? I think if we did a little farming and baking and all these little things we could uh, do some uh, good to Im improve our standing in the in the town it's probably not far off and since we do have quite a bit of time to burn who's a good baker stormac those pancakes and waffles were delicious <laughs> maybe we should send you to the bakery <laughs> i'd be happy to feel as if my background in farm label would help me bring in that hay. So maybe I shall go do that. I mean, I, I spent a while working at Mom's herbalism shop, so I mean, I could follow a recipe. Laura looks around at each of you and is like, she, she really doesn't want to help these people. <laughs> <laughs> what is your plan, Flora? Oh, I guess I could... 
I mean, I... I know how to cook. Um, you do remember Zokar is missing some employees. Is he our bartender? He sure yeah. is. Okay, I'll help him. He's a friendly. I'll help, I'll help Zokar. Fellow pallbearer. Yeah, I can, yeah, I can tolerate him. The Brotherhood of Pallbearers. Awesome. So where is Millie's Bakery? Um, so Sidriel and Stormac are gonna go to the bakery. Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, I, I don't know. Sure, yeah, Sidriel's out for the bakery. Yeah. So, so we'll say everybody splits up to go do their prospective jobs that they found on the posting bill. For those of you playing along at home, <laughs> splitting the party is always the best choice. I'll say you guys all come to the uh, town square. Most of the uh, storefronts and shops and vendors and stuff are all in the town square. Uh, everywhere else you've seen is pretty much residential. You see those kids playing jump rope again. There's a bunch of people milling about, uh, coming in and out of the shops. Cart goes by. You do notice, uh, Flora, you said that you were looking out for anyone that's not human. Yeah, I mean, it just happens to catch her eye because she doesn't really like uh, so as you come into the town square, uh, to your left at the Ravengrove Forge, you notice a dwarf is outside of the forge banging a hammer on the anvil, doing doing work. He doesn't work looks there, like an he's old, just doing dwarf stuff. It's an older female dwarf. I will wave friendly at her. Yeah, she looks up for a second and notices you and waves. And then she notices Ozil and catches her attention and she stops hammering. And she kind of huddles over to you guys real quick. Pardon me, uh, are you <clears throat> Ozil? I am. Who do I have the pleasure of speaking with? Uh, my name is Yorfa. Good day, Yorfa. She nods and looks to the rest of you and nods. Hello. I am Stormak of Yadderhof. It's a pleasure to meet you, Stormak. And you are? She looks at Sid and Flora. Oh, Flora, and this is Daisy. Sidriel, hi. Please. Oh, she is so cute. Thank you. You can pet her. She's friendly. And she does. She's like, oh, gives her a little face love. Daisy drools on her. And uh, she's like, oh, I <laughs> uh, my apologies, friend Ozil. I believe I have something of yours. Oh, yes? There's this very squirrely old human man. Uh, a visitor to this town, much like yourselves, he uh, gave me some items and said that there was a half-orc in town. I should look out for him and give them back to him. Squirrely old man, you say? Yes, this bald fellow with a very funny sort of eyewear. Did he have a name? Uh, he called himself Horace. Well, yeah, that guy. He's apparently left town, but uh, here, come. He's left some things for you. 
I'll follow her for sure. And um, you uh, walk walk in, and you see she's got tons of weapons and armor on the walls, and uh, it looks like very finely made. Uh, she looks like she's it's, she's good at what she does. Brings you to the back, and uh, she plops some stuff on the wooden counter, um, and it's it's your belongings. Oh, fucking sweet. Your armor and weapon, I imagine. Any, everything that you had. Nice. Except for your stationery. God damn it. Every time, bro. That was stationery. <laughs> it's going to be the bane of this whole fucking campaign. <laughs> this old man, he tells me uh, you have defended Mr. Lorimer. I and that you are prof- a good man. The professor was a friend of mine. I appreciate that. Uh, he tells me to tell you, if you're ever in Ilmarsh, uh, to look him up. Keep that in mind. Ilmarsh. If only I could write that down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was me. Flora actually said that. And, um... Outside, uh, you guys hear uh, this flute player starts to play up on the gazebo in the middle of town square. Um, Yorfa to you, Ozil, is like, well, if there's anything I can do for you in town, uh, please uh, just let me know. I appreciate that very much, Yorfa. I shall keep that in mind. And uh, thank you again for uh, finding my things. And he'll uh, root through his backpack a little bit and find his um, coin purse and drop a couple of silver on the desk for They didn't take your coin purse? Cool. I mean, I assume if I get all my stuff back, it would still be there. Oh. I would hope so. I mean, I don't know. You tell me, buddy. Uh, yeah, it is still there. Yeah, so I'll drop a couple of SP for her, a couple of silver pieces. Hopefully sweeten the, the local um, blacksmith to our cause. Yeah, she's like, oh, well, thank you very much. I look forward to seeing you again. Uh, and honestly, if there's anything I can do to help, I've lived here for a long time, and I know many of the men here cannot be so friendly to us uh, who are not like them, if you catch my drift. That's putting it lightly. Yes. We're picking up what you're putting down. Racism in this town is just blatant. It's, it's insane. Yes, well... One learns to live with it. I must get back to work, though. Uh, good day. Thank you very much. I appreciate it greatly. Thank you. Well met, Yorfa. Fuck yeah, got my shit back. Boom. Got some soap. Now I can go clean my clothes. Clothes are clean. Yes, get over that. Move on. I'm just saying. I can go clean the other things. <laughs> like your body. So you guys, um... Ew. <laughs> ew, body. Everyone showers. <laughs> Propaganda. I don't know. I thought everybody poops, but no. apparently... So you guys, uh... Get your stuff back. And I imagine you make your ways uh, to try and find these jobs to do that for the day. Uh, yeah. Yes. 
so you do. Uh, you ask around, find the baker. It's right off the main town square there. Uh, Flora, you go. Zokar is super happy to see you. He looks overworked and like stress out because he's actually got a crowd there now, but he still only has like one employee, uh, who's another halfling. Ah, she introduces herself and gets to work. It doesn't have to be a thing. Good, because I couldn't think of the name. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and you get to work. Um, you guys find Millie the baker. She's a sweet old lady, and uh, she's happy to, to take you in. She doesn't seem racist at all. And uh, she puts you to work uh, making muffins. And Sidriel, uh, I forget, where did you say you were going to go? Sidriel went to the bakery. Oh, that's right. Sidriel Stormack went to the bakery, and Father or Ozil went to bring in hay uh, for but, Farmer Pendergrast. Yep. Uh, you ask around where he lives and go to the farm. Again, he's, he's happy to have you. He's a little standoffish and... Like, seems like he might not be stoked at the fact that you're a half-orc, but not so much that he turns you away. He's glad to accept the help. Yeah, he injured his back. I mean, I know what that feels like. So, um... The baker pays two silver uh, to each of you for the day. Uh, Zokar pays one silver... Uh, for waiting tables. Do I get tips? And you do. You get three silver in tips. Okay. That's four silver. I imagine, I imagine and, that Stormax's um, muffins come out really short and squat and Sidriel's muffins come out tall and skinny. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, you're the one with experience. Uh, maybe roll to see if you have make good muffins. All right. So because I have experience, I have to roll. Okay, here we go. And you, we'll say that you can uh, tell... 22. Sidriel uh, what to do. 15 on die. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's make a, a flat intelligence check, see how good I am at following recipes. There we go. That is a nine. <laughs> Pretty good, though. So you're you would probably be really good at this if uh, at following the directions if you're reading it out of a book, uh, but taking directions from Stormac, who's like just blowing ahead of you and like obviously knows what he's doing and just getting in the zone, um, it's a little hard for you. Yeah, that Sidriel's just getting flustered. But Stormac manages to keep you in line. You don't fuck anything up, and you get your two silver for the day, and everything turns out okay. Um, Farmer Pendergrass uh, with Ozil is just kind of following you around and uh, telling you what to do, but not doing any of the work himself because uh, he hurt his back, he says, and he's like holding his back and just like bossing you around all day. Um, yeah. At the end of the day, he's gone. Oh, I don't think I have a good skill check for how much hay I get in, but it says it's a two day job, so, you know, I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, he'll pay you two silver, and he'll be like, yeah, the rest is for tomorrow, after you finish. Sounds good, Father Farmer Pendergrast. Thank you for the opportunity. 
So yeah, most of you guys um, find each other leaving your places. You probably see each other at the end of the day in the town square, other than Ozel, who is at one of the farms. But you man, you probably make it there, and you guys meet up. Uh, Ozel would head straight for the Laughing Demon, knowing that that's probably where um, uh, Flora is, and he needs a strong cup of ale. Yeah, I think it probably makes your, makes sense for all of us to regroup there after we're done with our jobs, anyway. Yeah, Father Pendergrass is like a slave driver. <laughs> oh, Farmer Pendergrass, sorry. Well, you should have met Millie the Baker. She's Wonderful. Uh, would you like a couple muffins for your pockets? Oh, you got some pocket muffins? <laughs> All I have is a bunch of chaff. Are your pockets wide or deep? <laughs> Separated lots of chaff. So you guys uh, would think that you'd meet up at the Laughing yeah. Demon? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like the only other place in town we're all comfortable. Yeah, once it starts to get dark, you not like you can harvest hay at night. Yeah, so you, you probably get there, and Flora's probably just ending her shift as you get there. And uh, Zokar, and it's it's kind of uh, starting to get a little busier, uh, but Zokar has a couple more people show up uh, when you're done, Flora, and he's like, Oh, darling, thank you so much for your help. Uh, you're a lifesaver. You're welcome. Let me know if you need anything else. But of course. And, uh, please, your friends I see have just shown up, uh, drinks on the house. Very kind of you, Zogar, thank you. Look, yeah, Ozil will walk to, do we have a table? Is there, is there a table? Yeah, you can find a table. Well, find a table and get an ale and just start, start going for it. And you notice, um, the flute player, uh, from this town square has come into the, the Laughing Demon. Oh, he's playing a set? Fuck yeah. Yeah, he's talking to Zokar, and it looks like he's getting ready to go up on stage. Uh, it's about 5 o'clock in the evening by the time you guys are all here settling down with with a drink, some liquid ghosts, perhaps. And, um, yeah, what do you do? Um. Uh, those, those are some delicious muffins that you have, Stormac. Why are you so good at uh, cooking in the kitchen? Uh, in... in... In the, the monastery back home, I often cooked for my brothers. Ah, I see. That is also where I learned how to, uh, how to farm. And you look over at him, and he's just, like, covered in fucking sticks of wheat. And, like, just dirty, and, like, opens up his hands. It doesn't look like he's farmed for a while, because he's got a bunch of blisters. And he looks a little beat up. That's why he is, like, inhaling ale as fast as he can. You find yourself dirty once again, my friend. Ah, uh, nothing like a good hard toil in the sun. You know, I may not be a professional, but I thought my muffins were pretty good, too. They're very tall and skinny. I thought they were great. She's gonna pat his arm. <laughs> You've made fine muffins today. I'll, I'll take a bite of one of Sidriel's and then be like, try to sneak it under the table to Daisy the dog. <laughs> Who will noisily eat it out of your hand with a lot of slurping and... What is what is going on under the table? No, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing at all. Sidriel's kind of slinks down in this chair. It was my first time making muffins. They're great muffins. Mm-hmm. 
But you could use a couple of pages in that book to write down a better recipe. I mean, they were fantastic. Flora stomps on his foot. Out of all. I mean, she had to kind of really scoot forward in her chair because her feet don't reach the floor. She had to get a small ladder <laughs> to get up to the top of her foot. Shall I find you a taller stool? No, this one's fine, thanks. Perhaps I'm a... Sure if, her, if her stool was any taller, it would be a gazebo. <laughs> if your stool was any taller, it would be a gazebo. <laughs> That's a good one. I like <laughs> that. All right. Well, I guess we just shoot the shit for a little while, and then um, I have to be back at Farmer Pendergast in the morning, so I'm gonna hit the hay. Oh, I see what you see Probably what you did like there. Eight. You like that? Yeah, I get it. I got it. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. None of you are curious about that crypt and the temple people being all weird. I I am, but I I have one more day of hay harvesting. Feel I must. Continue. I'm sure that'll fix everything. <clears throat> so, this is our plan to, to, to work for a while, huh? I mean, it might be easier just to hand wave it for a while. I mean, yeah, we gotta burn 30 days here. We don't have to, you know, roleplay every single day out. But, yeah, I know that this job on the posting pole is definitely two days, so I have to go back. But you guys don't have to go back to the bakery. There's, yeah, there's still some researching you can do. Seems like Flora fits in at the, at the Laughing Demon, though. Might not be a bad way to make some cash. Service industry. And you found another halfling there. Yeah, I didn't get to talk to because it was so fucking busy. I know that feeling. Um, you'll actually notice uh, while you're there that she is sitting at the bar uh, having gotten off at the same time as you. Hmm. Hmm. Mute. I don't know. I don't know if she's socially <laughs> awkward or not. You're not going to talk to her? She couldn't be any more socially awkward than, than Sidriel. <laughs> introduce us to your friend. Of course you got her name. I can hear you guys. You cannot. No. You probably pull out a book and like go back to reading, right? You don't tell him what he knows. Oh yeah, no, he he definitely says it, like looks up from his book yes. and says that to you, and then looks back down. Yes, yes, <laughs> you're not wrong. You're just being a dick. Is this halfling male or female? It's uh, a female. Introduce us to your friend. Of course, you got her name, right? Clearly, you've never been a waitress before. Um, okay, but I've, I've, worked with, I've worked with waitresses. I was the cook. I, anyhow, of course you got the, your friend's name here. No, no, I did not. Um, te- technically, Stormac would be a waiter. Sure. <laughs> he was a cook. He worked with... Waitresses. He, he did say he was a cook. Yeah, not as. I have one. to say that. Yeah, but he couldn't be a waitress. So, <laughs> I, yeah, she'll like wave at her and like, kind of like, beckon a little bit with like a huh, huh. Oh, <laughs> beckon. <laughs> yeah, she'll she'll come over to your guys' table and she'll be like, oh hello, 
Ah, oh, you did some good work there today. <laughs> gonna show me up with I the Why do they always have to be, like, Irish? Are halflings always Irish? It just came to me. Why don't, why don't you sound Irish? I did for the first episode. I know, I'm waiting for that to come back out. It was <laughs> really good. I can't keep that shit oh, up, Oh, you can do I it. Can't. It's fine. I'm too self-conscious. That's fair. It's not like these are being um, released or anything. No, I know. No one's going to listen to this. <laughs> we'll, we'll edit in your hey. in accent. <laughs> it's a special filter that we I'll found. I'll just re-record everything. <laughs> it's just the Irish filter. I just, I have to envision um, Moira from Overwatch oh, yeah. and then like throw yeah. in a little bit of like my grandmother. Sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's like, oh, I, I don't think I got your name. Uh, this is, I'm Flora, this is Daisy, and these are, and she'll name everybody as she goes around the table. I'm not going to say everybody's names. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, isn't she a beautiful beastie? You can pet her, she's friendly. Flora, or pet Daisy, give her a big hug. Daisy's just like... She's also, like, dwarfed by Daisy. I'm I'm sorry, what was was her name? Uh, Uh, She didn't give it yet. Oh. Yeah, I'm awkwardly not. (laughs) She's like, ah, pleased to meet all of you. I'm, uh, Blarney. Blarney. Blarney, uh, fist whistle. Dear lord, Blarney fist whistle? no. Oh my God, Johnny! Oh, Lord, <laughs> you know, you know, I'm writing this shit Dude, down. This right? is canon yeah. now. She's Blarney Fist Whistle. <laughs> oh no, man! Jeez, <laughs> you put me on the spot. I, I'm not I know that for I what said these out. weren't gonna be released, but they are actually gonna be released. So you're gonna have to like deal with the flack from that one. That was pretty bad. Oh, I don't. Is it bad? It is. Barney, fi- Barney Fist Whistle is absolutely going to be a joke. No, no, it's just like it? a, it's a it's stone, it's a stone harmonica with I a mean, only to sensibilities, but yeah. four-leaf clover on it. <laughs> that never shuts up. Oh, Barney dear Fist God. Whistle yeah, service. she's going to have to be really chatty if you're going to give her that name. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, well, anyways, what are y'all doing here? Well met, Barney Fist Whistle. <laughs> You can't not say your first and last name. I have to say both of them. That's fair. I prefer it, actually. Oh, okay. That's fair. It really rolls off the tongue nicely, doesn't Barney it? Barney Fist Whistle. <laughs> anyway, uh, we are in town uh, trying to find some more jobs. Uh, you know of any more jobs? <laughs> We're not... I will We're tell not you. really looking just for what? jobs, right? I mean... She doesn't know that. <laughs> but, yeah, sorry, Blarney, go ahead. Uh, she's like, well, I, I, I'm sure we could absolutely use Flora here uh, a little bit longer. It uh, seems uh, most of our wait staff and our, our, our kitchen staff is run off. Uh, some, some weird thing happened here on my day off. Uh, nobody's really told me about it. Hey, that was pretty weird. I, I believe we were all here for that. Uh, it seems like somebody played a fake card and it exploded everywhere. Damn tricksters, they're everywhere. Well, actually, we're not really here to work, but we are uh, friends of the uh, Professor Lorimer. I'm sure you heard of uh, exciting news that happened in the wrestlings. Everybody else has. Ah, yes, yes, Lorimer. Uh, God's rest his soul. He's such a kind man. Were you a friend? Ah, you could say that. 
he was a regular here. Uh, we got along well. He loaned me some money a couple times. Oh, what a kind man. I had always known him to be a kind man. That's what I said. <laughs> it's, inter it's interesting seeing a uh, fellow halfling, well, a, uh, another halfling to uh, one in our party here. But uh, you don't experience all of the racism and prejudice that uh, we have been for the past several days? Oh, yeah, well, there's some real right pricks in this town, for sure. Uh, you know, there's a few halflings here, some dwarves, and a few other people that aren't human. Uh, a lot of us just kind of keep to ourselves for the most part as much as we can. Uh, but, uh, you know, not all the folks here are bad. There's some nice people that are human as well. She kind of looks looks over her shoulder to see if anyone's hearing her talk. That's fair. I feel it. Is anyone listening to her talk? Does anyone care? Uh, it, didn't, it didn't look like anyone was... Uh, Did we get eyeballed when we walked in, or is everybody pretty friendly here? A couple people probably gave you guys some dirty looks uh, when you came in, but nobody was like gotcha. causing trouble or anything. Does she look like she's just saying that? Like, is she? Does she mean it, or is she just saying that so the people aren't like, up her ass? Roll sense motive. Uh, okay. Hold on, I gotta find my. Dad. Do we all ro roll sense motive? If okay, you it. want to sense <clears throat> the motive, yeah. she seems pretty truthful. We're all there at the table. We're yeah, her like out. I don't think she's lying to us, but I do think maybe she's not. Trying not to get herself in trouble. Mm. Right, but you can use sense motive not just to detect lying, but also to get like, oh, do I feel like they're saying that because of this? So that was a three. Total? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I rolled poorly <laughs> as well. Seventeen. <clears throat> Ozel, you don't think anything of it, uh, but the other two get the feeling that she's just saying that uh, to. Like, in case somebody's listening. I see. Well, uh, did you grow up here in this town? Blarney Fist Whistle. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, me and my family, uh, my parents lived here, and, and my you, grandparents. Uh, long line of fist whistles, eh? The whole line of fist whistles. <laughs> probably in every key, right? Uh... I, I mean, uh, me, me, me folks were a bit old when we, when they moved here uh, already, uh, but uh, I was born nice. here. Nice. Uh, did they ever speak of the Harrowstone prison? Uh, I've heard tell. Uh, a lot of folks think it's haunted. I don't know if I believe in all that, but uh, makes for some good stories. That's fair. I mean, I really don't have anything else to ask her unless we're just burning time. Is there anything that we should ask her? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, not a very good detective. I'm just hoping we get lucky, so I don't know what to do. I just, I, I figure there's small talk to be made, and, and Flora's going to make a friend. Totally. I mean, we, we can continue to do that. Maybe we order another round of drinks, and Ozil gets a little tipsy, and he'll, he'll probably head out to bed earlier, because he has to go harvest hay in the morning. Um, you guys notice that the, the, the flute player that had been uh, playing, like, a really energetic, like, lively music and dancing around on the stage and stuff, um, suddenly he, like, stops moving and plays, starts playing, like, a much more melancholy tune. 
and he's got his eyes closed, and he's just slowly swaying back and forth. Is it is it late? Is it getting late? Um, it's not too late. It's probably like six or seven oh, o'clock by not now. Not late at all. Uh, the sun sun is sun I hasn't set yet. Have you have you told anybody about your dream? No. All right. I mean, it's not it's not her first nightmare, man. She's had nightmares. All right. It's fair. I was just trying to connect some dots, but yes. She's a grown-ass woman. She can wake up crying if she wants to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you get, it's my dream, and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> I mean, if there's a reason for it to like come up, she'll mention it, but at the moment, it's just like, well, that was a shitty dream. No, it's just that creepy-ass song that the kids are singing in the, in the square is just freaking creepy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it might stand out to Flora that uh, in that dream, your name was being painted yeah. in blood. And then that being in that song as well as on the statue. Certainly. Did not go unnoticed. But just did not prompt comment. Like, she just met these people, man. She's not going to be like, you That's know, I fair. had this dream. No, for sure. It's a little personal. I just thought you would ask somebody about it at some point and we would, uh, you know, get a little more lore, but it's all good. Uh, We've been asking about it all over the place, and mm-hmm. nobody wants to tell us anything. What about that creepy song? Yeah. Mm. Didn't we spend last night like researching the the history of the prison and all of that? Yeah. Now I'll tell you, you got the, the, these research topics. You know, there's like DC walls. Uh, you know, so you have to get higher DC to get more information. Um, so. It's probably worth it to keep looking into the prison and spending couple, you know, some more days researching it. Yeah, that's definitely Citriel's plan for tomorrow. Going back to that song, uh, you know who probably knows a song or two is this flute player. It's not a bad idea. Whenever he gets done playing this go. melancholy bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever he lightens up a I mean, minute. it's not a ballad, bro. Let it go. When you mention the flute player and you look, and it's a little odd... The way he's standing there now, one of his arms has fallen limp to his side, and he's holding the flute with one hand, and he's kind of just rocking back and forth playing this tune with his eyes closed. Do we recognize the tune? It's a little familiar. Flora's going to elbow her new friend Blarney and say, is he all right? She's like, oh, that's a bit odd. He's usually a bit more lively than that. Uh, give me perception checks, er, buddy. 17. Keep putting my damn dice away. Why would you do that? I don't know. It's 12. <laughs> Perception. Uh, nine. What'd, what'd you get, Sidriel? 12. Alright, so Stormac is the only one to notice this faint noise sounds like it's coming from outside, but it's slowly getting louder and louder. And it sounds like... Hmm. And then... Oh, no. Two of the windows smash open. Oh, god damn it. As these flying insectoid creatures break through the windows and look ready to terrorize everyone in the bar. Oh, shit. 
Oh yeah. What the hell are these things? Why are they in this bar fucking with you? What the hell's going on in this place? Maybe we'll find out next week. Oh yeah, that's a fucking sturge for sure. Fuck those things. Oh no.